Welcome to the Lion's Roar Dharma Center podcast from Dona Darge Temple. This public talk by a student of Lama Yeshe Jinpa was recorded during a regularly scheduled Sunday service. So um, I'm going to uh, start my talk with a prayer um, that, uh, that my teacher or the spiritual director here, Lama Jinpa, wrote for his teacher. And it's put, we have a poetry wall, and he, this prayer is on on that wall. So I'll just say that and then I'll, I'll start my talk. Namo Gurube, in the Dharma of the vast expanse, all wanderings are dissolved. In the Dharma of the uncontrived view, all doubts are resolved. In the Dharma, in the Dharma of the incomparable meditation, all yogas agree on one point. In the Dharma of the vast activities, all wishes are accomplished. Dearest heart root, Father Lama, bless me with your loving kindness. Dearest loving mother of all the Buddhas, bless me with the spontaneous blissful wisdom. Bestow the accomplishments of body, speech, of body, speech, and mind. Please bless us that we may come home to ourselves. Please bless us that we may create a home for all. Please bless us that we may share with others our loving kindness. Please bless us that we resolve all conflict on the spot. Bless us that we may see through the tricks of self-cherishing. Bless us that we appreciate our short time here. So, last weekend, Lama Jinpa met with a few of us in his office and asked, who is on the schedule for Sunday? There are about 12 people who share this responsibility and I suggested a number of amazing people. <laughs> I did. <laughs> At least that's how I remember it. And then I said, um, I would do it, but it would take me a lot of time because I need a lot of time. And then something unexpected happened. As he was leaving his office for home, he said, yes, I agree. It would be good for you to give this talk on Sunday. <laughs> so that's how I'm sitting here. What? I asked my friends, did I volunteer? Did I? I, I don't think I did. And they laughed because they know Lama. And I thought for a long while about what to share with all of you this morning. And I decided that it would be good to talk about love because love is what keeps me going. Love is what gives me the courage to even give a talk, to be real and to hopefully nurture in others the courage to be real. Lamala approved of my topic choice with a very positive yes. He said love, specifically wisdom love, is a good topic for all of us here today. So I used three sources in preparation for today, including my own life, pith teachings from Lama Jimpa, and a letter from another tradition, a Christian t- tradition, a letter from St. Paul to the Corinthians. This morning, I received a number of texts from Lama. The texts were related to this talk. He said, with an exclamation point, keep it simple, Patty. Take this out, with another exclamation point. Take that out, another exclamation point. Where did that quote come from? That doesn't make sense. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is the dance I do with Lama every single time I give a talk. I step right when I should step left. I step forward when I need to step backward. But this is an important topic, and you, everyone here, deserves the very best. 
So um, I will share my few words this morning. It was a much longer talk, but like I say, he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> so um, next week he'll speak again on it. And um, so I really invite you to come and, and listen to Lama talk. I sure will, will be here. So I thought since I had so little time to prepare, I naively thought that he would not do this. <laughs> I thought that he would not um, edit my talk this much. But Lama's not playing around. He is a real McCoy. He's the real teacher. And like I said in my last talk, uh, he's passionate about helping you. He knows you made great effort to be here today. So he wants me to give you the truth. And that means I have to stretch myself. And I have to put my ego on the side. So any attempt on my part to pad my experience or to make myself look smart will be torn to shreds. <laughs> and um, I don't know why I keep doing it, but I even had a copy and pasted section. <laughs> and that is for sure not going to be what you hear today. And so um, I, at, after his text to me, I said, what about if we just meditate? And he said, no, no. Patty, you have to give a talk. <laughs> so here's the very much shortened, hopefully clear and simpler version of my original talk. Lama has told me over and over that when we love, we cannot bear that beings suffer. We must relieve their suffering. And the only way to do that is to be awake. And that means to be a Buddha. And we, but we must work very hard to wake up. When we love beings, we want to nurture these are Lama's words. And you can feel it when you're with him. He wants to nurture you and preserve you. Like when you don't want to go on, he wants you, you know that you have to go on when you're with Lama. We want, we, we want to see our loved ones whole and happy. And if we, if we did not have love in our practice as a foundation, we would not be bothered by their suffering. He emphatically said, wisdom, love, includes kindness. Because we hear that word quite often, loving kindness. But he said, it's so much more. Wisdom, love, is deep, passionate love, or bodhicitta. It's the wish to wake up and become a Buddha for the benefit of all sentient beings. Wisdom, love, is powerful. Wisdom, love, will do whatever it takes. So uh, a few months ago, maybe it was just a month ago, I don't know. I can't, time, I'm losing track of time the older I get. But I said in my last talk, I said, I shared about the love between my mom and me as she passed away because it was such a very difficult time for me. But there were no walls. There was so much pain in the room, but the love could hold it. That experience left an indelible mark. I was so in love with my mom, and I wanted her to be able to go and not hurt anymore. And from the depths of my heart, I prayed for my mom. May you be free of suffering. And she died that later that night. She waited until I left the room because my mom loved me too. And I grieved for a long time. For a few years after my mom passed, I went through a very dark depression. But in this very dark place, my eyes were opened and I found myself spontaneously treating everyone wherever I went a lot more gently I even sometimes go to McDonald's, I'll just confess. 
I get ice cream there. <laughs> and those poor people that work on me, they work so hard. And I thought, who knows? Who knows what's going on with you? And I treated them with every bit of love and kindness that was in me. I wanted to be soft like my mom. She had every reason to be hard, to be bitter. But the challenges she faced in this world did not steal her capacity to love. She was a humble, simple person, one of the most empathetic people I've ever known. Last week, a friend told me, a friend from here, told me a simple but revealing story about Lama. She said, one day, Lama picked up a bent chopstick, and he told her, even though this chopstick is bent, I will not throw it away. It still has value. That was such a powerful story for me. My friend cried when she told it because I think she felt broken like some of us here do sometimes. And I've witnessed Lama use this approach with countless people, this same unwavering commitment. He's willing to do whatever it takes to help people. When I say that Lamala does not give up on people, I don't mean that he will chase them down or force them to confront their outer and inner demons. I mean he will tell the truth. And I'm personally not an easy person. I have very many obstacles. My biggest one is depression. There have been many times when I wanted to give up on myself, but Lama has never given up on me. And he's always told me the truth. I've been with Lama for a very long time now. And I've been the recipient of Lama's sometimes gentle, other times fierce wisdom, love. In my darkest times when nothing else has worked, I have been the recipient of Lama's hot, fierce wind. He has literally blown away all my defenses. And only later, sometimes days later, would I fully understand that something very important had happened. Lamala is willing to take risks like that. He's willing to go into the darkness and shine a bright spotlight, but not without our permission. He would never do that without our permission. We have to open the door from our side. Regarding this talk, Lama asked me, how is love actualized? He told me that it's important to give examples. It was such a simple question, but I've yet to answer any of his simple questions. But after a little reflection, it came to me, it's so obvious. Love is actualized in our daily interactions with the world, with phenomena. We could not stay by ourselves. We, we could stay at home this morning. We could all be at home. It's such a nice to get the covers up, especially on a day off of work. Or we could only hang out with easy people. But then we would be blind to our pettiness, our anger, our fear, and we would not know these afflictions were there. We would be numb to our experience, asleep to life. But we want to be awake, alive, and fully present to life. We need each other. Lama then asked me, how does wisdom love manifest with your family? My personal life feels like a complex collage. I'm sure many of you have complex collages of your own. Countless wonderful, challenging, sad, scary, painful, and happy things have happened along the way. Some of you, you only see me here, so you may not know that I come from a very large family. I'm one of ten. You may not know I've been married 30 years. You may not know I have four children and four grandchildren, and that's a lot of people. I mean a lot of people. <laughs> and so everything is included in such a large group, everything, the whole world. Years ago, as a young mom struggling to raise four children on a shoestring budget, I fell down a lot. I did not have the tools to deal with the challenges 
I faced, and I sometimes worried that I was not up for the job, but I always wished the best for my kids. It was my honor to be their mom. It was my chance to give them something that I had needed as a child but had not received, but I stumbled a lot as I did not have a model. I thought I could escape my past, but that isn't true. It's still not true. And in raising my children, I came to understand not only this truth, but also the incredible challenges and stresses my own parents had faced. Recently, when one of my children was in labor with her first child, she FaceTimed me. It was in the middle of the night, and she needed my help, and she could barely speak. She said, Mom, you didn't tell me it was like this. You didn't tell me it's so hard. And I guess I didn't. (laughs) I didn't tell her that. I thought, how will that help her? I don't know. But anyway, she said that, and then I wanted to take the pain away from her because it was so hard to see her like that. And I told her, you can do it, Jesse. I believe in you. You can do it. You are doing it. Soon you'll be holding your baby in your arms. I'm so proud of you. And I made myself smile. And I I said I was confident in her. And it was very difficult. But love's like that. When we see our children suffer, it's unbearable. Later she told me I helped her. On another occasion, one of my kids fell off while rock climbing. Outside, he climbs at Yosemite. And he broke his leg in three places. And he calls me. And I... I was beside myself because he needed to get to a hospital and he was worried about the cost. And I had no way to help him, so I yelled at him. Get to the hospital now. It doesn't matter how much it costs. Make your girlfriend drive you. I, I yelled at him lots of times. And then he said, okay, okay. And then being the good son that he is, he completely ignored me. <laughs> and instead of going to the hospital, drove to Kaiser, five hours away. Yes. <laughs> this is why I have all this white hair. <laughs> because I have so many examples, but that would be boring for you. <laughs> but the truth is, even though they are grown, I cannot turn off being a mom. No matter what, their happiness and well-being will always be of paramount importance to me. And over the years, I've heard many stories of love from, from you. And I wish to share just a few that I've heard. I've heard so many. I witnessed a friend repeatedly travel to the Bay Area to support her beloved child. My friend hates driving. And her daughter has this thing about moving from one apartment to another. And she really works hard in school. But my friend makes such great effort to be with her daughter. And I've seen a friend stay up all night with a sick pet. I've seen a friend witness... I've witnessed a friend cry over the pain of his brother. He wanted his brother not to be hurting anymore. And he cried from his, the depths of his heart. I witnessed a friend travel across America to visit a very sick father who was pretty difficult, actually. And all along the way, he practiced Dharma for miles and miles. And I saw a friend spend a day of, in retreat honoring a partner through prayer and silence. And I saw a friend postpone a divorce so that their child could finish school with an intact family. And then I saw another new friend give up her prestigious career to join her wife in a faraway city. I've seen so many things. I've seen so much love here. I've seen you be willing to do whatever it takes. Of course, we have our challenges, and spending so much time together forces us to deal with things within ourselves that we wish to deny or push under the rug. But love gives us strength 
It makes the impossible possible. With Lamala's guidance and the support of really good friends, we have the opportunity to work through whatever is between us and bodhicitta. These inner barriers can, barriers can feel overwhelming. They felt that way for me at times. And that's why I've needed help. So if I can ever be a source of help to any of you, please let me know. Now I need to read this letter Lama suggested. It's a letter written from St. Paul to the Corinthians. The letter addresses the high price we pay when we harden our hearts. And although this letter is from a Christian tradition, it's very much connected to today because it addresses that without love... Okay, here it is. Brothers and sisters, strive eagerly for the greatest spiritual gifts. But I shall show you a more excellent way. If I speak in human and angelic tongues, but do not have love, I'm a resounding gong or a clashing cymbal. And I, if I have the gift of prophecy and comprehend all mysteries and all knowledge, if I have all faith so as to move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give away everything I own, and if I hand my body over so that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It is not jealous, not pompous. It is not inflated. It is not rude. It does not seek its own interests. It is not quick-tempered. It does not brood over injury. It does not rejoice over wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. I told him I didn't know this prayer, and he just couldn't believe it, <laughs> but I didn't. Before this week, I did not know this prayer, but I think it's timeless. The message is universal. Paul was addressing many concerns within the Corinthian Christian community and was seeking to strengthen their unity. The community appeared to have lost some of the vision. When we lose our connection with our inherent love, we feel it in our hearts. We know we're off track. We need help to find our way back. The amazing thing is the journey back is possible, no matter what the hurt. But there is no doubt that we cannot do it alone. In our tradition, you'll often hear a very important word, bodhicitta. Chitta means mind and also heart. Bodhi means awake, enlightened or completely open. Bodhicitta is equated with our ability to love. There are two kinds of bodhicitta, absolute and relative. The essence of relative bodhicitta is the wish to awaken for the benefit of all beings. Without bodhicitta, even if you practice a lot, it will not be beneficial for you or anyone else. Bodhicitta, when expressed from a genuine place, can move us to do unimaginably difficult things. So the first step in your practice should be to give, give rise to bodhicitta as it is the foundation and most important principle of the entire path of liberation. Absolute bodhicitta is the realization that the ultimate nature of all phenomena is emptiness. The Buddha said that we are never separated from enlightenment. Even people like us have this capacity to love Sometimes bodhicitta is compared to the wide open sky because it is always there. Clouds may cover it, but only temporarily. Wisdom love is a real heart way of talking about bodhicitta. Lama shared that sometimes bodhicitta is too abstract. Sometimes our ambition and intellectualism closes us off from wisdom love. Feelings are seen as something to be beyond. But a practice without love, without heart, is not what we're after. Vulnerability touch of sadness and a full open heart 
help us to connect to life itself. We don't want to lose that. There's power in love. When you're around someone like His Holiness the Dalai Lama or Jado Rinpoche or our very own teacher, Lama Jimpa, our own potential for love is sparked. Okay, are you with me? <laughs> I'm almost done. I made this longer. We can thank Lama that I didn't write more. <laughs> so how do I practice? In my own life, I get up early. I meditate for 30 to 45 minutes. Part of this time I devote to meditating on equanimity. So often when I have a problem with someone and I ask Lama for advice, he responds with equanimity. I want him to take my side, but that's not Lama's way. He reminds me that not everyone needs to think like you, Patty. Equanimity means giving up our hatred for enemies and our attachment towards friends. A simple aspirational prayer that I say is, May I never harm another person. May I help everyone who comes into my life today. Then I say my daily sadhana. My interactions throughout the day mirror back to me the truth of where I'm at. This has been a Lion's Roar Dharma Center recording. For more information, visit lionsroardharmacenter.org.